Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, a podcast where we take a topic, that being absolutely anything, and well, cast views. Now, we had some homework to do for this week, didn't we? <laughs> we did, we did indeed. So, what homework did you go away and do? Because we went and got some, I think, natural phenomenon, psychological phenomenon, just strange unsolved phenomenon, I think, was the, the brief for this week. I think we could class it as everything spooky, I think. <laughs> lots, lots of spooky, lots of spooky. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lead off with you, and you can give me your first spooky, stroke scary, stroke strange <laughs> phenomenon. <laughs> I, well, I think the, well, the obvious one is about ghosts and, and ghost stories. But, and, and, and the reason why I think when we were looking at coming up with this subject, but part of me was thinking when I was a kid, there was a lot more around unexplained things and, and these supernatural phenomena and things like that. And, and I'm wondering now, is it generally generally that there's less of it, and why is there less of it, and and do we have? Is there anything kind of in the modern time that we have applicable? But anyway, ghosts, right? Not your 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 your, your friendly Ghostbuster kind of right. Not your Caspers and that sort no, of thing. No, definitely not your Caspers. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many ghost stories. So many people, yeah, have seen it, um, and you know. So is there something there? Now, I've always said to myself, I've always kind of tried to to kind of rationally th- explain things and think, you know, there's there's the argument that it's it's um it's a, it's a desperation of people, you know, grief who want to believe they can still see people. Um, to the other extent, I've sort of in a, in a scientific way and thinking, you know, as humans, we are electric, you know, made up of electric pulses and me bobs like that hey i'm not a scientist or a biologist and you know could could we interpret things around us like energy in the air as visions and things like that so so it's always kind of been a, a um like a fascinating thing and for me one thing that uh, one story that really um kind of stood out because it was actually near near where I used to live. So there was the, I don't know, well, you've probably heard of it. You, if you haven't heard of it, you would have seen a film. I think I know where you're going with this one. Yeah, the Enfield Poltergeist. Ah, oh, yeah, the Enfield Hauntings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They made um, TV shows about them, didn't they? So, yeah, there was a Sky series. Uh, what was that called? I think it was called The Enfield Haunting, I think, actually. And The Conjuring 2, I think, is based on it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, and and so people who who don't know, it was um, it was uh, basically it was two two sisters, two girls, and you know, obviously, we won't any of the stories. I won't mention names. It, it's, it's far enough away. I think this was in nineteen seventy seven to seventy nine. But there were two sisters, I think thirteen and eleven, who were basically being haunted. And if I remember right, you know, some of the things were like there was sort of writing coming up in their arms that looked like, you know, scratched into their arms. It looked like blood. Their, their voices were turning into those of, you know, so you've got an 11 and 13 year old girl. Their voices were turning into like deep voices of like 60 year old men who've been smoking 60 a day. Yeah, because I think you can listen to those recordings, can't you? Yeah. You know, they were, they were pictures of levitating. But what always, what's, what's weird about that? So they had a couple of, I think, paranormal groups investigate and a lot of them have said said yeah they, they believe this it's it's true and that there was credibility to it but they also then did catch 
on video some of the the you know like the girls one of them i think it was the younger girl in another room sort of the spoons that were being broken she was bending them beforehand and basically pranking like moving some of the the items that were supposed to have been hidden she they, they caught cameras caught her moving those so whilst the, i think the girls in the family were saying that whilst it was true they were exaggerating some elements because they were kids. yeah but I, I think what was interesting is that yeah so so it lasted i think yeah it was 77 to 79 i think it was when i checked and um but i think over 30 odd people different people so whether it was friends or journalists and reporters said they did see yeah, I think there was a police officer at one point who like testified to say that like one of the girls had floated like in front of him. And I think for a copper to say that is a bit, you know, it's yeah. a bit more reliable at least. But it's now, you know, it's like looking looking back because again, I've never, I didn't really dig too much into it other than knowing, as I said, it was sort of fairly near to where I lived. Yeah, the fact that there was a couple of programs on it. Um, like I said, it was, yeah, there was definitely a Sky documentary, The Enfield Haunting. If it's still about, check it out. It's, it's interesting. And yeah, I looked at it. Some of the pictures where there was it was supposed to be the girl levitating. It did look like it was just one of the girls jumping up on the bed at the right moment, picture, <laughs> um, at the right moment. And 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 some of the ex- explanations were I, I remember seeing programs trying to debunk it, saying that if you kind of scratch your arm, depending, you know, if you scratch your arm in a certain way, then when I was looking, if you then rub your arm quickly, it brings the blood to the surface. And then, then it makes it look like that horrific. Right, right. Um, but it's just, it's just odd because I remember as a kid being quite terrified when I heard that story because you know it's different if you hear it, if you see it now, like it's a film or it's it's a haunting in, in the other side of the world. But when you hear something like that as a kid, and, and you know your your mind as a kid just um, is in that goes into overdrive. Yeah, that's true. I mean. There's a, probably a couple of other like super world famous examples of like ghost stories, stroke possessions, that sort of thing. Was it the Amateurville house? Because that was the one where it was one of the sons, I think, of the family had woken up and then went and basically shot. Was it his two parents and two siblings, I believe? I think it was a house where a a person uh, murdered the rest of the household. And then when the next family moved in, I think after like 28 days, they moved out because they were just, yeah, there was... I think, I don't know if it was possessions, but it was definitely, yeah, weird shenanigans, let's say, going on. Yeah, because I actually think that the family that had moved in after the, like, this crime had been committed, they ended up moving out, but I think they left all of their stuff in it and never went back. And, and I just think, like, for two parents and some kids, like, if, if you're, like, you know, two reasonable adults who are responsible enough to have parents, for you to leave your house and leave all your possessions in it, never willing to go back, there must be something that's that's going on if that makes what, sense what do you think about sort of ghost stories or, or hauntings or you know, paranormal things? <sighs> you know what i don't know i mean i used to watch most haunted when i was young for anybody that's uh listening that doesn't know what most haunted was most haunted was almost kind of like a it was kind of like a budget ghost hunters wasn't yeah. it yeah i mean really? i'll be honest i've never actually just saw some... it myself no way oh we'll have to get we'll have to you'll have to I'll, you're definitely it, watching them then <laughs> um so you know i mean some of those things i mean i i don't really believe and buy into like the whole psychic thing either because i think that one kind of comes with the other i think if you believe in like the ghosts and that sort of thing you must kind of have to believe in 
like the mediums and the psychics and I just think it kind of leads you on down loads of different roads and I just I don't know if I can buy into it all I mean you know I think there are some things that are very strange and and have like strange circumstances and aren't necessarily particularly explainable but I don't know if I can get on board with the ghost ship I don't know maybe I will one day yeah and 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 that's the thing isn't it I mean I don't necessarily believe in it but I'm not going to say here and say I can absolutely disprove it because there are so many people through so many different types of people as well, you know, and by that I mean kind of like um, characters, ages, yeah, around the world. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a like a unilateral thing to like one culture, for example. It's like a cross-nation, yeah. cross-age. It's, it's kind of encompasses lots of different people. I get what you mean with that. That's true. Yeah, and then you kind of think, is it, lucid dreams and things like that is that does that play an element where people believe they're awake and and, and they're but they're having these these visions or, or hallucinations or dreams where everything what what they think they're seeing does appear to be real i don't know and but but it's just also to me like with probably like a couple of the other things we'll come on to after it seems very much a um i mean of course you still hear hauntings that now but it seems very much um like a pre two thousand thing, I, I don't think it seems like a common topic of discussion or, or new, uh, you know, news or, or anything. It seems to have been th- these kind of things seem to be very much left in the past. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. But I think as well nowadays as well because we've got cameras basically everywhere. Like you know, I think it really depends on how you fall. Because I think that let's say that there's a video that comes out with you know some sort of strange shadowy object moving through a security camera or something i think that if you're in the camp that has a belief that ghosts exist i think you immediately will take that as evidence whereas if you're a skeptic you will just never take it as evidence because there's always got to be a rational explanation so i think that you kind of just sit one side of that now or the other and i think that that's because we've just had better access to like you know you, you can go on youtube and type in ghost compilations and look at you know, yeah. I don't know, a glass moving in a pub or something. Um, and the comments will just be an argument about whether or not like death exists because they don't know if, if ghosts are real. And so I think that it's, it's like quite a polarising thing, to be fair. Well, well, I'd almost say, has modern technology meant you're less likely to believe things like that? Because now anyone, it feels like anyone with a smartphone and Instagram, um, yeah, like TikTok and Israel could put a filter which makes it look like there's a ghost or something. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? this is true. It, there are so many, I don't want to say, oh, no, faked isn't right, but staged because yeah. I don't think a lot of them are pretended to actually be real, but there are so many staged videos where they look bloody good, you know, for someone just, like I say, with a smartphone. So is it the fact that now you could see something and just say, oh, that's someone's a CTR, someone's messing about with that. It's a filter now that you, you, your instinct is it's not it's not real. Yeah, yeah, maybe it gives us an easy excuse. And also the other thing I've always had to myself, or thought to myself, sorry, was um, well, ghost stories kind of used as a way of like keeping control of kids. And by that, I mean, you know, the, would you say that forest is haunted because you didn't want your kids to go down there? Yeah. Or something, or, or you know, back in the day when we only had four channels, yes, we only had four channels. Well, actually, I think we had, at some point there was three. But it was it was almost like a form of entertainment. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's like, you know, the whole like legend thing of sitting around a fire like 100 years ago. But then I, I guess what you say is true as well. Like a case of like, oh, you don't tell you tell your kids not to go down and play wherever because the, the bloody axe murderer is going to come and get them or the ghost is going to come and get them. So, yeah, I kind of guess that, that, that that's true as well. 
It was the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah, the boogeyman. I mean, the other thing I've always thought about ghosts is it's it's always funny how um, it's like castles and old old buildings, Victorian buildings that seem to be haunted. Do you know what I mean? Like this, the stately. Ha- it's never an old Tesco or something. Yeah, or it's, it's not like a three bed terrace. You know, um, that was <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Monies, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's never a new build, but then yeah. maybe maybe it's just there's never been enough time for anyone to die there. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, yeah. It's never, it's never a new build. <laughs> if you had a new build that was only three years old and it was haunted, I'd be like, oh shit! <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, when did that happen? Bloody <laughs> unlucky. Um, and 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 actually. The re- and, and what actually made me think of that was I heard something on another, um, it was actually mentioned on a, I think it was on a Twitch stream, and it was something I'd never heard before, but then kind of got fascinated when I heard it. It was, um, it was called the Stone Tape Theory, and the theory goes that um, traumatic events can be captured in rock or stone, almost like the walls of of a building or or an old or, or like a cliff base or in an old castle and it's um right and i think that i actually looked this up actually last night but i think it was it was this theory was almost sort of coined as early as um well i think stone tape theory as itself was was kind of mentioned in 1940 but there was a um Oh, I can't remember the name, but in eight, there was someone in 1837 was saying like words could leave a permanent impression in the air, which is similar to that, which would make you think, is that why there there are so many things about haunted castles or haunted old houses? Because these events could be, and, and they're being replayed back almost like a projector. Or Yeah, and it's like, I guess, a culmination over hundreds and hundreds of years of these events, I guess. Yeah, and, and, and again, I thought it was a, it was a kind of a, a, a fascinating idea at trying to explain why people may be, may be seeing things. And, and, and again, yeah, it's just, like I said, I think it was just a really, um, just, just an interesting viewpoint on could if it was to be real, could it be because yeah, an image has is almost been imprinted in 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 what kind of like um, do you remember in the start of Star Wars where RTD is playing the video footage? Of, uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of, and and playing it back like that, you know. Yeah, I guess it's kind of because maybe there are like real world places are connected to like what was terrible trauma, and they kind of has like it. it it almost draws like an attachment to that event. So maybe it's, yeah, maybe there's some legitimacy to it. I mean, if I was to believe in ghosts, I think it would probably make sense in my mind, to be fair. But yeah, but look at even um, kind of like films and even, um, it may sound silly, but like video games, right? If you're playing like a, a spooky or a scary or a, or a horror game, there's always a, a level set in, a, in an abandoned hospital or like a, an old psychiatric facility where yeah, these yeah. kind of traumatic events could happen. And whether it's just because a, a place like that generally makes you or puts your mind into things that, oh, my God, you know, what could have happened here? Do, do, do you know what I mean? Maybe is it, there's, a, there's a combination of things that almost make you want to believe that you might see something or could see something. Because, you know, that, that, that trope in, in games, you know, the, the abandoned hospital like, situation is, 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 is 
there's always a level like that in the game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess you play anything remotely spooky, it's always castle, dark, at night, can't see much. It's, yeah, like you say, psychiatric ward. It's yeah. <laughs> prison or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you mean. Kind of draws the, the like, impression immediately, doesn't it? And, and, and you know, how, how many times... I actually said it myself, like, uh, when um, I was in a um, place where, you know, there was some buildings from, like, like 1700s, I think. And I actually said to myself, God, if these walls could talk. And it's like, well, what do I want them to tell me? I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm actually thinking like these walls are actually something physical, viewing everything that's happened and could talk. Do, do you know what I mean? I think we sometimes yeah, have yeah. That, that desire to want to see something. And like, you know, it's, it's, we, people say all the time, oh, if, if walls could talk, this house could tell stories. What stories is it going to tell you? <laughs> you know, generally that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's where uh, Dave was murdered. Yeah. Like, oh, right. Yeah. Well, then. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then you hit Dave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. I've got a question for you, right. which is a bit more lighthearted, but in relation to the whole ghost <laughs> okay. thing. Okay. So, if you believe in ghosts and ghosts exist, would you want to be able to talk to them? But you can't switch it off. Oh, I was literally going to ask, could I switch it off? Yeah. No, no. No switching it off. It's a bit like um, Whoopi Goldberg in the film Ghost. Yeah, I, God, I think on that that alone, I'd probably, it feels a bit mean, but I'd probably say no. Really? Well, in the sense of, you know, I just, I'd want to get some peace and quiet every now and then. And if they're, you know, if they yeah, find out that I'm, I'm the one way they can talk to people. I guess you're going to be pestered forever, really, aren't you? Yeah, as long as, maybe as long as they then couldn't talk to me between like 9pm and 8am. <laughs> Yeah, maybe if like you could reason with them and say, look, these are my working hours, these are my opening hours, you've got to be here at nine, but I close at five. It, it, it depends. <laughs> if it was like a one at a time, like a take a ticket system, I'd, I'd probably say yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. not way. Yeah, that's a decent way. But I wouldn't, I, you know, I wouldn't be able to hack if you could hear just, you know, if, if they had to be near you, it's one thing. But if you could hear them from miles away, then then it'd probably just, uh, no, I'd probably... I'd probably go mad. Yeah, you'd walk through a graveyard and it sound like a music festival. Yeah, yeah. But having said that, <laughs> could you imagine what you could find out? Exactly. This is what I mean. So, you know, I just think the benefit, I think that if 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 ghosts were real, I think I'd like that ability, I think, regardless of whether I could switch it off or not. Because I think that it would just be a cool thing in and of itself. And also, I think in my head, I'd be like, well, I don't need to worry about, like, you know, what comes after life. That's true, actually. I'd be like, this, this is class. I'd be like, I know that there's something else. I just need to make sure that I'm good if, if that's what they tell me that I need to do. And, and just think of all those people that could tell you that is exactly where the money is buried, the gold is buried. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is exactly, this is what I'm saying. I'm turning around and I'm asking, right, okay, where was the lost treasure of, you know? <laughs> what you said makes a lot of sense about would it give you some reassurance? As long as they weren't say, telling you that, yeah, being stuck in limbo is, is bloody awful. Um, yeah, or, or you get the demons yeah. that come and see you. You'd be like, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, what are you saying? I'm never going to be any place where there are demons. <laughs> oh, I don't know about me. I'm, a, I'm pretty certain. <laughs> I've, lived good, I've lived a good life. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I think it, yeah, it would depend. I think, yeah, there's definitely, definitely some good things about it, but it would, it would need to be, um, I'd need to know this kind of, uh, 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 limit to how many could talk to me at a time uh, yeah, I think yeah I think that's reasonable I think that's fair now I, you know what it's strange because I've come up with kind of a similar topic to, to the ghost one 
and kind of stone theory, I guess you could kind of say they're linked. So I went and did near death experiences as like a strange kind of phenomenon, oh, okay. Okay. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously people that have, have come close to death where their heart has stopped, they've been in accidents, that sort of thing. Um, and I've got a couple of examples of what have been seen, basically. Mm. So a lot of them kind of all follow what you would consider like that cliche, having the white light and they're floating above their body, all the same kind of experience. But there are kind of a few of them um, that, that were a bit strange just in terms of um, the kind of what was said so a lot of them are from do you know like nursing homes um, yeah. kind of hospices that sort of thing yeah um, and a lot of them are kind of um, either staff members that work there or family members of people who've been in hospices that had basically had been told about their experiences by their relatives so there was a couple of them so one of them was uh, a hospice nurse and she said uh, that I have hospice patients that say angels come and visit them she said one lady said there's a little boy sitting at the foot of my bed saying I'm going to go soon and she said that she used to see a lot of people at the end, um, basically, of their lives talking about the journey, essentially, and talking to like dead relatives who passed away. Um, but she also said that whilst some of it was nice, she said that there were some really horrific experiences. So she basically said that there was another guy who'd um, basically been, he was an elderly man, obviously, kind of at the end of his life. Um, and she walked into his room and he was absolutely just terrified in his room. And she said, what's the matter? And he turned around and described seeing scenes of pain and fire and like what he basically perceived as hell. Yeah. And he basically he basically not spoken to family in years. He he'd had loads of unfinished business, essentially, um, that he, he didn't end up getting to see to. Um, there was another person that had said that he um, had seen demons and all kinds of creatures. And he said it was like a horrific feeling as in like the the the, the pain in his body basically is what he felt so he ended up feeling something kind of physiological if that makes sense yeah yeah there was another one as well and again completely separate to the others um and she was this woman was working as a doctor in a hospital um and one of her long-term patients was essentially at the end of his life um and she described him as just an old man but nobody really liked him and that's because he was just like he said sexually inappropriate things to nurses and he called people like derogatory words and all of that sort of thing and apparently a few hours before he died he was absolutely terrified and he was trying to apologize to everybody that he'd spoken to in the hospital. He basically turned around and was like uh, apologizing for all the terrible things that he'd said and everything that he'd done in his life because he was trembling with fear. And then a few hours later he died. And then all of the hospital staff said it was essentially just a really creepy environment going into that room where he died. Everybody described it as, as like the closest thing that you could feel to evil basically. Um, and there's a couple of instances where, you know, people have, have had hearts stopped and they've described crazy things happening and, and you know, they've seen crazy lights or scenes or floated above their body, that sort of thing. I just think, you know, I guess, again, if we're believing in ghosts and we're believing in stone tape theory as a potential as well, I think this makes sense. <laughs> We've gone quite dark in so quite early on in our podcast careers here, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? We actually have. I know. I know. I mean, to be fair, if I, if I turned around and saw hell, I'd be like, oh, boy. I'd be like, it's too late to go back now. Well, maybe hell's, maybe <laughs> hell's had a bad rep. Maybe, you know, it might not be as bad as, as we've seen. Well, apparently the weather's hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and this may date when we record this. But, yeah, right now is one of the hottest days of the, the year so far. So, um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm, I do feel like I'm in hell at the minute. I'm, I'm not good with heat. So, yeah, I'm definitely, uh, definitely <laughs> sorting myself out. But, yeah, I, this is this is another one where I can, well, not another one. I actually can believe some of the stories because I, I, just, I just do think that when you're that 
close. Dep- it, it, obviously, it depends kind of what's wrong with the person. But, you know, I, I've known and I've seen certain, you know, people with, with illnesses. And I think what some of them can do to the body and to the mind maybe, um, you know, can make them think that, that you know, that they're, they're seeing it. You know, and I'm making it sound like that the, the person is imagining it rather than it being a real thing. At the moment, I you know, I, I got to think that kind of like the trauma and what the body's going through potentially does make certain things like that seem real. I mean, the ones that then having said that, you know, how do you explain away other people saying that they, you know, when they're under sort of being operated on and, and they're floating above themselves and seeing everything that's going on? How do you explain that? I guess, but yeah, it's always. Um, I, I think. I think what this this relies on as well is whether you believe. I, I suppose you guys, do you believe in the afterlife as well? And that doesn't necessarily dictate. I'm not saying whether you believe in ghosts or not, but you know, the concept of heaven and hell. You know, does that play into it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the kind of concept or idea of just an afterlife in general is kind of really the basis for whether or not you kind of think there's anything further. Because I mean, you know, I, th- I think that some people are a case of you know, once the lights go out, that's that. <laughs> and so, if that's the case, I mean, whatever your brain does when it shuts down is one of those things. I think I had a couple of um, like theory strike explanations for this one. So there's one about skeptics basically that have suggested that the experience are just explainable as like hallucinations of a traumatized brain. So Apparently, they studied people in, with cardiac arrests, and they found that when the heart's dying, it gets peppered by signals from the brain, um, which is essentially just trying to stay active. And then they're saying that that potential scrambling of signals is just what's causing mm. near-death mm. experiences. I think there was another one about like a chemical DMT, um, which is like just released into the brain, and that makes you hallucinate that sort of thing. Um, so, I mean, there is kind of, I guess, explanations for it. But then again, you know, some experiences are very particular. I mean, there have been some people that have... have, have have, have died woken up 45 minutes later because they've had their chest pumped and they've known something about somebody else's life who's like halfway across the world mm-hmm. um so you know i i guess that's kind of kind of the strange ones really but again i think it just depends it depends i think that if you're in into the kind of believing that there's an afterlife and there's not you know there's there is a sequel <laughs> <laughs> then uh, then i guess you know near-death experiences are a pretty standard thing really yeah, this time it's personal <laughs> yeah. I mean, on on that again, you know, uh, I know we're not specifically talking about the afterlife, but but I've always said, um, you know, sort of growing up in a house where or, or or in a a family extended family where religion has been a thing, that kind of do I believe in the concept of of heaven and hell? It's it's always been there. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, you think about it. But personally, <laughs> I've always thought, yeah, yeah sort of when the lights are out lights are out but I, the way i see it and I, and I say it quite flippantly but i want there to be something else after do you know what i mean i want there to, yeah want that's it to, fair I, as well i want there to be something <laughs> after all this you know <laughs> you know this is this feels like it should be the warm-up to something better <laughs> yeah yeah you know what? i can kind of get that i can kind of get that my view on this is i think this is probably something more that probably more people could experience because like i said i think um between the two of us we've said a number of things like i think the, the kind of the trauma that uh, an illness puts puts the body under the the medication that's probably going through a person when they're at that that stage um, yeah it's a good point i kind of said it in the ghost where for a while when i was younger i thought well if we are like i said if, if the brain and that uh, and nerves are electrical synapses or whatever because i'm new for those things but you know could we pick up 
things that are happening around us and in a medical um like in a surgery room there's all sorts of machinery and, and gizmos and gadgets and bits and bobs that are, that are going around so is it a perfect storm of all all kind of things and and you know has a person been reliving their life before you know because they know their time is coming so is it you know is it is this all giving the brain putting the brain under so much strain that that they are seeing this so i, I think this is is probably something that i'm going to say does happen i'm not going to say necessarily that it's um it's a true like out of body experience or they they are they are actually seeing an afterlife and then they come back but i think it's it i, I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that people are seeing or feeling something when they're at that point yeah yeah i can get on board with that i don't know i think the whole ghost thing i think the more you think about ghosts the more creepy it actually gets because you start to think you start to question like is there something afterwards <laughs> well, do, do you know what? Uh, hmm. I, <laughs> when i go on to my my next point when i was reading about yeah i was, I was reminding myself of the enfield haunting and then especially this next scene I actually started feeling a bit, yeah, I was thinking that's enough. That's enough of this for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've only got a couple in me. I can't do any more of this depressing stuff. <laughs> yeah, put a, put a couple of episodes of Friends of Brooklyn Nine-Nine on just to, uh, you know, have a couple <laughs> yeah. of laughs. Because that obviously, that sorts everything, wards everything off. No, 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 uh, no conjuring for me. No woman in black for me tonight. Do you know what? It's funny because I, um, yeah, I, I tend to watch films fairly late, but I, just got round to watching um hereditary have you seen that i don't think so no okay so i watched that and that is actually but for me anyway it's quite a creepy film it's actually the and i we're getting off topic now a bit but it, i'll bring it back in i'll bring it back in so the the acting i think it's this it's what's her name tony collette in it and it's you know without giving spoilers but it's it's quite a creepy film there's a bit of paranormal um uh sort of topic in there and by the end of it, I just felt, yeah, it was just really well done. It was really effective at making you creepy without it being cheap um, shock scares, uh, jump jump scares or anything like that. And um, I then started looking at the, the things for this podcast. And I, and I did literally think, yeah, I put, um, what did I put on? I put Ride Along on, I think, with um, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Kevin um, Hart. Sorry, and, uh, Kevin Hart, yeah, yeah, yeah Ride Along, Ice Cube yeah, and Kevin Cube, Hart. Yeah, I thought, yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Let, I, I just need something fun. <laughs> just to take, to take <laughs> but, well, so, do you want me to move on to the next thing? Or, or was, or yeah, I'll tell you what then. Let's, let's see if the next one's either more scary or less scary. <laughs> this one is, is just weird. And again, it's not one that I think was, like, I didn't hear hundreds of stories. It's not. It's not like near-death experience or ghosts or UFOs or anything like this, but um, it's spontaneous human combustion. <laughs> and I only laugh because it is it is it is really bizarre. Have you heard of that? Have you? I have. That's. I think. I think this is obviously just where people just randomly burst into flames. And obviously, we're not laughing just in case anybody has experienced spontaneous human combustion. That's listening to this. I imagine you wouldn't be listening to this if you did. But just in case. <laughs> So I knew what I wanted to talk about, but yeah, I did look at the old um, Wikipedia last night just to get a what the definition is, or, or or what they've they've got the definition as, and it's death from a fire originating without an apparent external source of ignition, and I think it goes back as far as seventeen forty six. Again, again, I had to look this up because you know this isn't the sort of information I, I just have to pull out of a hat uh, my head, unfortunately, but. Um, it was in 18, 1823, there was a book, a published book, 
that said that, that basically the following factors were what were common in um, SHC, spontaneous human combustion. And it was, um, they generally, and, and again, this was at the times, remember this was 200 years ago almost, um, but they were chronic alcoholics, that they were usually elderly females, elderly people, usually females, that the body had not burned spontaneously, but a lighted substance had come into contact with it. Uh, that the hands and the feet fell off, which is why I won't burn. Fire caused little damage to combustible things near the body, and combustion of a body left a residue of smelly, greasy ashes. And so I thought to myself, you know, because again, and then I started thinking to myself, because I hadn't heard of this for many, many years, and I thought, oh, is this just, was it a story that over time when I was younger, I thought was supposed to be a real phenomenon? Do, do you know what I mean? Was it was it like... um one of these urban legends or myths or or something that was used in a TV programme. But there were actually a couple of fairly recent ones. Okay. And again, I won't say, you know, I won't say names because uh, I don't think that's fair. But if, when I say recent, I'll start with the the, the, the more recent one. And, and there was one actually in 2010. So I know it's 11 oh, well, years okay. ago, but it's actually only 11 years ago. Um, and it was a person in Ireland where, and this was the actual, apparently the doctor had stated that the, the death of this 76 year old man was spontaneous human combustion. Oh, wow. So that was like what it was marked as. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And the next one was in 1980. So again, we're only talking what 40 odd years ago, 41 years ago. It was a 73 year old man again in, in the UK and his entire body, the, 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 description was the entire body was incinerated leaving only a skull and a portion of each leg below the knee and the feet and the legs were still fully clothed now along with this what they think is what it is is something called the wick effect which is if i if i've remembered this correctly because this is probably where i stopped writing because i just wanted to watch ride along (laughs) um, it's where the clothing i think so something's happening and the clothing is they started to burn and the clothing absorbs the fat of the person right and okay it becomes like a candle with that you know the clothing being i think the clothing is then the wick and the fat being the the, the wax of the candle but again i you know and, and and i think what when i i think what made me creep out a little bit when i read this was unlike when i was looking at the ghosts um the, the story i found about the like the enfield haunting yeah okay that's horrible it, you know it's, it was it's creepy but the two little girls now they're fine, they're, they're adults, and they, they actually do talk about what they happened. They say, well, they exaggerate things, I forgot to say it, that it was true. But they've gone, you know, they, they, I, I believe both, at least one of them has gone on and had family, etc., etc. And And, you know, we've just said ourselves whether you think you believe in ghosts or not. Whereas this, I've got two examples in fairly recent history where it's actually happened. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and, and that was quite, that was, that was quite weird. So, Obviously, it's not it's it's not a hundred cases a day or a year, but I just found it. Um, I just always remember as it being being oddly, not odd, oddly is the wrong word, but oddly fascinated by it because it's such a it's such a bizarre scenario. Yeah, it's it's like the most like how do you explain that in terms of like imagine if you know a person like for example like the friends or family of those two examples that you gave like how do you possibly like come to comprehend that? Yeah, and and you know, like some people say, it, it, you know, in those 
factors in that old book you know they're saying it could be chronic alcoholic so it could be ha is there alcohol fumes in the clothing or something like that do, do, do you know what i mean so, so again you could argue that there is a logical start to that but it's still okay, yeah it's still, yeah, a horrible, it's still you know it's still an an, an 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 odd thing and and i think you know I, I think you do see it referenced in a couple of programs now but generally in like programs portraying themselves as being in older times rather than anything modern personally even though i've given some examples of recent it's to me it feels uniquely from older you know many years ago rather than it being anything that's discussed now it's not like just an urban legend yeah. as opposed to yeah. something that's evidently you know yeah, so been happening so what's, your, what's your thought on that then you know what i don't know i mean the fact that i'm i'm a very i th i like to think that i'm a very reasonable person i like to think i'm very rational so i guess when you're saying about them being alcoholics like is it true is it something to do with like you know the alcohol either being on them or in their system mm. um the fact that there's bits of them left though i think is a bit strange but then again that's kind of explained by the wick effect like you were saying so that's that would explain that um, I, I don't know. I mean, that's a pretty scary concept. I know that it's only happened, what, twice in like the last 40 years, but still got to be two people. Yeah, well, well that's, that's <laughs> twice that I saw on, on, on you know, on the on the, the internet. So it could be that there's more that haven't maybe necessarily been reported. But, um, you know, like I said, I was I was kind of, it was a one in 2010 where that's kind of what the doctor had, put, had said. That's what made me sit back and think, blimey, you know, it's... Uh, it's, it, you know, it's, it's quite a horrible phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, it's just very creepy. And you know what? I've got my computer open and I would definitely not recommend typing it in and then clicking images. Oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely going to be watching Ride Along after this. In <laughs> fact, I think I'm going to be watching Powerpuff Girls or something after this. Ride Along <laughs> 2 and 3, because apparently there are sequels, but I'll probably need to see something after discussing this. So. <laughs> um... But yeah, well... Wow. Um, evidently, definitely happened before and definitely confused as to why there are bits left. But yeah. yeah. But no, and, I, and, I that, that... and again, without kind of, you know, and, and hopefully we, we should probably put a don't don't listen to this while you're eating um, warning at the start. But I'm wondering if it is due to maybe the body fat being a part of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Your hands and feet. Yeah. Uh, by the point, by the time it gets down to, I, I don't know, I don't know. Oh well, I'm definitely at higher risk of spontaneous human combustion. Then, my God, <laughs> imagine it's something the skinny people don't have to worry about. <laughs> well, I was thinking, go when I was younger, the amount of um, you know links, uh, links Jamie used to spray all over <laughs> the clothing. That was probably a, a hazard right there. <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, what's, what's, what's your next one? What's your next one? Okay, so my next strange mystery is we're kind of, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of leading on to something a bit different now. And I've got the Bermuda Triangle. Now, the Bermuda Triangle is an area of ocean that touches Bermuda and then touches Florida and Puerto Rico to form what is a triangle. So <laughs> there's been 123 aircrafts lost since 1945, and at least 50 ships have gone missing in that period as well. And there's a couple of examples where there's been like um, military ships that have gone missing. So a bit more, you know, reliable, I guess, in terms of source. Well, I don't know. It depends on whether or not you believe the military. Um, but they're American um, American planes anyway. So one of the um, the examples about kind of strange, um, strange disappearances in the area were five U.S. Navy bombers in 1945 basically went missing. Um, 
in the Bermuda Triangle. Never, never, ever turned up again. No wreckage ever found, nothing like that. And one of the pilots was reported to have said, just before they essentially went off radar, we are entering white water. Nothing seems right. We don't know where we are. The water is green. No, it's white. And apparently the rescue aircraft, which had 13 on board, also went missing. Never turned up, basically. Very, very strange because it's kind of military as well. Yeah. There was um, one with um, a ship as well. So this was the like one of the biggest, um, one of the biggest essentially disappearances or losses of a warship outside of like war scenario. So it was the USS Cyclops, and it went missing in the Bermuda Triangle, carrying over three hundred nine sailors, and it just disappeared. No wreckage ever found. No debris ever washed up on any beaches. Nothing. It was carrying um, like. 11,000 tons of goods or something like that for I think it left from Barbados or something um and it essentially just left the face of the earth pretty much um they never found any wreckage no evidence of a single theory I mean people theorized that it was either storms capsizing or potentially you know war activity but I think that that was 1918 at the time um so I don't know how developed war like I don't think we had submarines back then so I don't know kind of what extent that that could have been potentially a theory but yeah just very strange lots of lots of aircrafts that have gone missing have just never had any wreckage ever turn up um and usually that's quite strange because you can track currents and you can kind of predict where if you know where something's gone down where where wreckage might turn up but yeah that's that's kind of my my other strange one see i again i i mean did you actually know about the bermuda triangle or was it something that you found yeah, I knew about the Bermuda Triangle briefly before. I didn't know specific examples and that sort of thing. And then when I started reading specific examples, I was like, I'm never getting on a plane to Bermuda ever in my life. <laughs> I think, again, it's one of those things where possibly more technology, more cameras, more, you know, advances in plane, you know, what we have on planes and then ships has maybe debunked that. I don't know. Um, it, it depends. I mean, there's loads of different ones. There's some where, where you know, you've got um, like private yachts with a couple of people on board. Um, but there have been some since the 90s. So there's 1991, um, which was the disappearance of a pilot. Um, uh, gave his altitude as 29,000 feet. And then apparently the aircraft just faded until it disappeared from radar basically and then was again was never seen again it was 1999 um another disappearance um it was a freighter though this time so that was a cargo ship going out to st vincent um received a distress call basically never heard from again um u.s coast guard searched like a huge like tens of thousands of square kilometers or something and never ever turned up any wreckage um and then there were some smaller ones so 2003 you had a fishing boat that went missing again nothing ever found um, you had 2007, there was a, a plane that went down, um, disappeared, two casualties, but again, never found. 2008, um, so again, kind of oh, so relatively recent, recently. Yeah. I mean, there are some 2017 as well um, near the Bahamas. Yeah, I had it. I just always put it down as something that, that happened in the 80s and possibly early 90s. Yeah, so for, again, for anyone listening who doesn't know about it, yeah, have a look up because we're not, you know, we're not talking about a little triangle. The, the, the thing I... And the reason I mentioned that was because the, the two things I always, I remember seeing when, you know, kind of when thinking about this is um, one theory is that the area of this triangle, which is what I'm saying is not little, is so big that it's comparable to any other 
ocean or area of ocean of that size, it's comparable to the amount of things that go missing there as it is that. So it's no much more of a mystery than those but than any other part of the ocean yeah, yeah that that but, that yeah to be fair yeah so and and, and my logical say my the logical part of my brain says okay that's absolutely understandable then but then if you said like you said in certain cases they never then tracked any bit the wreckage i'm thinking well generally nowadays they do don't they you, you do tend to yeah yeah things. so why if, if there are gen, genuinely uh, vehicles that haven't had anything recovered then that would weird so that that would then I, go against why what i think of that first statement about it being so vast an area that it's natural to have that happen yeah i mean i think the one thing that's strange for me is that it's a lot of like military aircraft and military yeah. ships because typically they don't just go missing yeah do you know what i mean they're 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 things that are like well protected like you know governments have vested interests in both you know soldiers planes ships and i just think that that's very very strange that they go missing and and they kind of never never turn up but i do have some theories for you and i want you to tell me which you think is most plausible so i've got three main theories now we'll get the most stupid one out of the way first i think i want Um, this one is and and i think that's the best one no, no. Well, I'm going to get the most unrealistic one out of the way first. So human error, weather, hurricanes, big waves and that sort of thing. I think that's completely implausible because the next two are much, much better. Yeah, go on. So the second theory is alien abductions. Oh, I wasn't thinking about that. Yeah. So apparently the, the, the particular area has some sort of, is some sort of hotspot for, for alien landings on Earth. And as a result, that's where aliens get all of their human experiments from. So they beam up all of these ships and planes um, to, t- to take them to, I don't know what planet they go to, uh, wherever, some, somewhere in Guardians of the Galaxy anyway. See, um, <laughs> see, aliens is something we should probably do an episode on its own. What I would say about that, and, and it probably it kind of goes against everything I've said here, so whilst I haven't seen an alien before, that's something I'd like to think does, does exist because, you know, we're constantly told how big the universe is and how we're just a tiny speck of dust in it that... I'd like to think, or I, I can't imagine that there can't be anything else out there. So that's one bit. But then why they would just love that one bit of earth to, to go. Yeah. That, that's what Yeah, I'm that's very true. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, there's there's probably more interesting places to visit as well, I think, you know, why you'd want to continue. Going. But then again, again, maybe the aliens like the exotic weather. It's kind of off the coast of Florida. Nice place, always sunny. They've got lots of storms to hide their activity. That, if I was an alien, I wouldn't want to be seen. There you go. There you go. Yeah, this is the thing. You've got to think like an alien with this one. Oh, now I'm starting to get worried. <laughs> We've got War of the Worlds. <laughs> um, right, and now I think my favourite and most plausible um, explanation is it's the location of the lost city of Atlantis. Yes, I was hoping you'd say that because that's yeah. what I and, yeah. and again, that feels like that should be an episode in and of itself. In and of itself as well. <laughs> so the question is then, though, have they found Atlantis? Well, apparently um, they they found man-made structures under the surface of the water, which are all like rectangular in nature. So they believe that they could have only been placed there by people. Um, obviously, like Plato was one of like the Greek writers, wasn't he? And apparently he theorized that Atlantis was really far advanced in terms of technology and believed that potentially Atlantis could have survived underwater because that's how advanced the technology was. So I think the basis for the theory goes is that the civilization that they have 
or had have as if it's like you know perfectly plausible in my mind <laughs> the civilizations that they have um, could have the power to disrupt electromagnetic fields and essentially sink ships and down aircrafts so they could sunk, salvage uh, sunken wreckage I was going to ask what what the actual cause was. So, so they're saying that that it's intentional, then. Yeah, I think so. That's what I understand. Uh, what I understand it to be, because the theory that I was reading on was that again, it's it was for the basis of of salvaging sunken wreckage. Because I guess when you're under the ocean, like you know, yeah, you I, need, I don't know you where you material. get. Where you, yeah, you need material. So you're like, oh look, it's a thirty thousand ton tanker. That one will do. See, um, I um. I always, again, as a kid, I remembered it to be an area of high magnetism, whatever that sent ships and planes, instrumentation crazy. So, you know, if if that's what if what you're saying about this theory is true, that it would feed into that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know what I was also thinking? Jar Jar Binks's civilization already proved that they can live underwater. Well, and also um, video game mentioned coming up again now, but um, Bioshock, have you played Bioshock? I have, yeah. Yeah, that's under the water as well, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I mean, so, so it's too it's too coincidental that all these things are related to civilizations yeah, yeah. underwater to not be a bio biopic. You know? Yeah, exactly. I think that what it is 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 a bit like the film Paul. Have you ever seen that? The one with the alien, yeah, and he's yeah. giving um, um, director's tips to Steven Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like it's just pre- preparing us, isn't it? It's, it's... Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think the Bermuda Triangle one's a bit of a strange one. I think the point about you as well with what you said about how it's kind of just comparable to other parts of the ocean, I agree with. I think my only my only thought on it is the fact that so many military ships have gone have gone missing, and so many military aircraft yeah, that... have gone missing and typically they are just not things that disappear basically <laughs> yeah no that, that is that that is the odd that's bit. very dodgy that's the odd bit but again i would say along with well having said that the the, the human combustion we've said we've got examples where we've said it is real it's not just a story but um i would say this with the near death i think could happen because with vehicle you know with planes which we we know there are accidents we know there are issues all the time and that is the ocean where if anything's going to get lost, it's going to be in the ocean, right? So, you know, do we attach? And, and this is kind of what I was going to say. So, I, you know, I don't mean to move, move you on if, 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 you, if you, you had more saying it, but it's like, in my view, when we were talking about doing this as a, as, as, a, as a show, again, it goes back to, I think, something said at the start, are all these things, did we or did people attach more thought and feeling to it back in the day because it was it felt more exotic you know you, you know pre-internet pre 100 channels pre the sci-fi channel pre you know ghost hunters etc etc was it more of a, a curiosity more of a thing that it, there was some mystery that you couldn't yeah get? people may be drawing the mystery out of it as opposed to it being a mystery that you want to look at yeah, you know, I mean, programs like the X Files, it just tapped into that. There's got to be something else out there, something bigger out there. And you know, now, like, like you've just done during this, you can hear something. You tap it into Google, right? Other search yeah, engines yeah. are available, and you get you, you get probably two hundred, three hundred pages full of things you don't want to see, but but you know, two hundred pages of, of of examples and explanations and debunkings and and evidence of, of of what you want so everything is there now is it is are things like this traditionally typically something held in the past so and if that's the case then do we have modern phenomena like that 
And I, I think I tasked us both to to think about did we think there were any. Yeah, you know what? I think that do you know those things that you kind of just seem like like they're they're kind of just like creepy bedtime stories because that's really kind of what everything most of the things that we discuss kind of feel like. But nowadays, I just think that we're too well connected for anything to kind of gain that sort of like traction. It's almost like the the, the whole deaths and, and ghost thing. It's kind of ghost story told and then passed down. And then the more you see, it's like for example, if you'd have asked my parents and my grandparents. I probably would tell you that they would believe in spirits. But if you were to ask me, it's a straight no. Now, is that because I'm probably better connected to the world and so I kind of have a better a better view and, and I wasn't kind of as, as... I was exposed more to more information as opposed to just what was told to me. And that probably does play into a factor. But you know what? I just couldn't think of anything that is is kind of modern-day legend almost. But But, but it's funny what you say about your parents and your grandparents right as opposed to you and it's like there were a lot more things aimed at the unexplained and the the, the mystery i remember you know my sister um getting a, a, a set of books i can't remember what the books were called but each month it was you know it was one of these like part work books you call now and each month it was something else of, of the unexplained and paranormal and you know we still look at you know we've still got tours for loch ness monster right yeah uh, that's true yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeti in the Bigfoot. I mean, again, video game. And it wasn't Grand Theft Auto. One of the Grand Theft Autos. There was a there was a fable that you could see the the Bigfoot or the Yeti in in that. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. Um, crop circles. Something we didn't touch about, but I know that's more with aliens. Yeah, I, I, do you know what it is? I feel like crop circles are just farmers pushing barrels around, though. And I feel like I don't know. Like I could, I couldn't remember the last time I'd seen a crop circle. Um, story like hit the newspapers exactly, exactly and I think it was raves I think it was illegal raves back in the day um, but yeah <laughs> yeah exactly that was that was massive for about a, a couple of years and then it went um, and 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 one of the other things again before I could think of anything modern was um, well this is a modern thing actually but the whole concept of um, deja vu you know so I suppose similar to to your near-death experience but where like a glitch in the matrix or something where you've seen something before. Yeah. Kind of like, yeah, a, a blip where you're like, no, I've definitely been here. I've definitely done this, but yeah. I can, you can't pinpoint when it's happened. Yeah. Oh, um, another one that just come to mind. What was it? Um, reincarnation. Uh, past yeah. Life. Yeah. So, so I'm thinking, you know, was it, was it, there was more of a, uh, an audience for want of a better word um, than, than there is now. Um, and, and has technology, de- been able to debunk a lot of the the fake ones or people trying to fake things yeah i think as well now it's much more difficult um to be convincing so for example do you remember there's that really famous photo you talked about the loch ness monster there's that really really famous photo of um the loch ness monster do you know it's like poking out of the water yeah, and then it was right. later on proved to be a fake because it was a bloke with like some barrels and some string yeah, yeah, like who, yeah. who basically put like a boy essentially in the water yeah. i think nowadays it's just more and more difficult to try and fake something like that just because the level that you have to go to to fake it is is higher like nowadays you'd see that photo if that photo came out tomorrow and you just obviously wouldn't think anything of it because it's a grainy dark black and white photo that you know looks like a bit of a splodge in some water whereas you know when when you don't have access to to that technology like you didn't 20 30 40 years ago um it, it just makes everything a bit more plausible i think and and also is it that 
the times we live in, there's just enough crazy crap going on as it is without having to throw in extraterrestrial stuff or paranormal to, 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 to make things even weirder. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't imagine like having to go through like the midst of the coronavirus pandemic and then worrying about world, uh, um, War of the Worlds at the same time. I'd be like, ah, oh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of before we finish, the only thing, and, and, and I'm going to throw something out there mod- of, of modernish, but I don't, I really don't know much about it. Slender Man, I think, is the only one I know of that feels like it's modernish. I believe. Yeah, because that kind of took the internet by storm. Maybe like four or five years ago, I feel. But there was um, wasn't there a set of murders, um, with like some teenage girls that tried to murder like a classmate or something? The the fact of being murdered does ring a bell. But again, like I said, I really don't know. It's just something I remember seeing. Um, oh no, there was, yeah, no, I think there was something else. I think I know what you're saying. There was another. Oh, yeah, here we go. I've got it. I've got it. In 2014, two 12 year old girls lured their best friend into the woods and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to become proxies of the fictional character Slender Man. Wow. Wow. Um, girl didn't actually end up dying, she recovered in hospital. Um, perpetrators were not found of guilty of any mental disease or defects um, and committed to mental health institutions. Um, for sentences of 25 and 40 years respectively that's a long long time but i guess you know that goes to show what the power of like urban legends has like yeah, you know yeah. you, you you make somebody fearful enough to believe something that's absolutely ludicrous well i think the slender man's ludicrous i couldn't tell you because i've never seen him yeah. <laughs> but yeah i think that was um quite an interesting uh kind of run through of, of uh strange and weird and Odd. wonderful <laughs> strange weird scary well no, maybe not so much wonderful do you know what it is though i feel like you could actually do 10 episodes on strange like uh, uh phenomenon whether it be psychological or or paranormal whatever it might be because there's also just so many like studied like case studies that you could take and use um so what i want to do is i'm also going to leave it on a note but i'm going to leave it on a note for anybody that's listening to go and research something that's really spooky so if anybody doesn't want to be able to sleep tonight, you can go and Google Wendigo psychosis and that can be your evening read. <laughs> and we'll leave it on that. No, I'm, I'm going to watch some friends. <laughs> <laughs> After reading about Wendigo psychosis. <laughs> but, but yeah, but if, if, you, if you are listening to this, um, just, yeah, do, do tweet us. Let us know what your thoughts are on this or any urban legends or anything you'd, uh, you, you, what you want to mention. Yeah, and I think that I'm going to bed with the light on tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll try have something lighter next time, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about cartoons maybe next time or something. Or if anybody wants to give us any suggestions for something a bit lighter, maybe, yeah, maybe we'll go one up, one down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers, Lou. That's a yeah. You 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 have given me the stuff of nightmares now. 